Why? Uh, I'm three places, four places. Work, home, here, and pick and save right by my job. And that's the only places I go. Hey, I do. I stay in the grocery store now because nigga don't go nowhere else. Mm-hmm. I swear, I'll be in the grocery store a little bit, but you know, <laughs> for the smallest shit I go. Like, oh, I'm yeah. gonna go. <laughs> real. That's the only place. I go, the grocery store is is the new club. Hell yeah, okay. lit. I swear, I'll not be joking. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I realized too. This is our last show before the election, so. Oh, yeah. oh, oh Jesus! Yeah, we were talking about that. Y'all vote? Yeah. Everybody yeah. vote. Yeah, I'm voting uh, tomorrow for sure. I'm salty Man. though because I voted like a month ago. Like we dropped off our mail-in ballots. <laughs> we didn't get no sticker. Like there was no. St- I seen people who've gotten mail-in ballots and they come with like a little. I voted through yeah. mail sticker or like I voted early and I'm like I didn't get nothing in mine. What the hell? Like, I need a voting sticker. Can someone just, like, can they just send me a sticker? Like, can Let's I just... just Photoshop <laughs> me a sticker. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make my own I voted sticker. That's what I'm going to do. Y'all, y'all ready to start? Episode 172 of Technical Files, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. And it's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Ask Ketchum, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. Missed y'all. I feel like I ain't seen y'all forever. I know it was last week and shit, but... I am the Air J. It's been a while. Only known as... The Air J. And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real-life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. <laughs> I mean, it's your boy, K. Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. Um, the everyday gentleman. 24-7. Or better known as K. Diddy. Take that, take that. That was, that was a quick, is that wrong? Just a quick. That's all I needed. <clears throat> Anywho, you can find us on our social medias and everything. We have platforms all over the internet. One of them is www.technicalfile.com. Don't forget to put the K on that motherfucker. You're damn also, right. You can find us on Instagram and the Twitter at Technical File. Mm-hmm. Facebook, we have a page called Technical File Podcast. You can also mosey on over to Technical File Pod Overtime, which is our Facebook group. And you can join in with the listeners, fans, and fam. But do not forget to come on over to YouTube at Technical File Podcast. <coughs> Check us out. For sure, for sure. <laughs> Do that. Speaking of our YouTube, though, real quick before Ken, you go in the old spiel. We had a comment last week, and they were like, "I can't even watch this right now because Tim's uh, virtual outfit is making me laugh too much. The <laughs> hamburger fit was too much." He said, "Every time you talked, he was like laughing, like he couldn't take you. Like I gotta, I gotta, I gotta take a break real quick." <laughs> but no, Ken, that was a fan of the opera, bro. You tried. You tried that one. <laughs> we cleared that up last week. It was not the Phantom of the Opera. You tried. It says you. You was definitely the hamburger. I couldn't afford the real mask. Leave me alone. 
Out of my budget this week. Anyway, to take a suit back. Dang, she ain't got my outfit on. It, oh my god, you can't afford a free <laughs> virtual fit now, man. No, nah, bro, they ain't in the budget this week. A free fit. <laughs> a free virtual fit. <laughs> Had to return it, bro. Get the tag on it. Anywho, Ken. <laughs> hey, man. Like I say every week, man. If you guys enjoy being a part of this amazing tech file fam, um, share with everybody you know. Your mama, your daddy, your granny, your uncle, everybody. Wherever you at right now, share with that person next to you. Uh, we don't grow without y'all, man. So you guys enjoy what we do. We love what we do. Share. We know you do. Exactly. Just share it, man. For sure, for sure. I mean, my <clears throat> we our show got shared at my company meeting this past <laughs> this past week, and I was like, oh, that's weird. Like, ooh, baby, ooh. what are you doing? Oh no, oh no, no. no. <laughs> the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are mine, and so mine, not representative of the company that I work for, baby. Understand, yes, so you know. Understand. We just having fun. It's just jokes, baby. It's just jokes. Just jokes. Oh, my job, don't find out. Hey, let me take this boy, y'all. Oh, the heat did it, man. I ain't got no job, so I ain't got nothing to worry about. Had a whole ass conversation. Before we go. Now he thinking about it like, wait right. a second. <laughs> We're just going to see hey, Ken video turn off for a second. He'll come back with a whole new fit. Exactly. I'll be like, tell me every five minutes and shit. Outfit changes, bro. Make sure you get a dressing room. Shoot, you might need to do like Tim. Just put on a little virtual uh, underscore thing on your thing. Yeah, cover up the shirt. Yeah, I'm and you afford the mask and fit and shit. Put it on a superhero. And then I'm old. I don't even know how to get the old. You know how to get that shit. <laughs> and get your camera straight. Hey, hold I'm, I'm saying. I'm going to do that shit. You talk about some virtual fits, goddamn. You <laughs> only turn this motherfucker off. <laughs> Eric, let's say that somebody listened to Ken and they told a friend about us and that friend sent the podcast to them on a platform they don't listen to. Where else could they find us? Well, I won't say that. But um, you can find us wherever you find podcasts. That includes Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Google Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Stitcher. Stitcher. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Spotify. 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 Amazon Music. Amazon. I really want to do the AOL music thing every time you say Amazon. <laughs> then do it. <laughs> what did they do? Damn, I AOL that music. It would, yeah, it's, it would be Amazon Music. That's it. That's that's. that's it. Radio. <laughs> Himalaya. Like a plan. Wooshka. Ooh, yeah, we was all off on this. <laughs> Your ass up! Ain't nobody hear that. They definitely heard that. <laughs> they, heard. <laughs> they definitely heard that. We ain't had a right since we've been studio. Oh, ain't nobody tell you to break that up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and wherever you're listening to this episode right now, uh, while there, make sure that you like, subscribe, rate, and review. Five stars helps us. Five. For sure. For sure. Top listening cities from the past week and international listeners. We're going to give y'all a shout out. So first, number one, ran away with number one this week, actually, gentlemen, Los Angeles, California. Okay. Uh, shit. What a, what a, <laughs> a late night here tuning in. Y'all see how lit I've been since we won this chip. Welcome. Welcome, uh, LA. So they didn't follow through when we asked them to. But the minute King gone, 
Y'all thought to fill in the void. What yeah. Talking about? Showing that love. Showing that LA love out here. What, what what didn't they do? What they, they Ken asked them for the challenge for the uh, the Lakers to, sh- to represent. Show up, show out. Oh, I mean, they've been doing that on social media anyways. People don't, yeah, man. The listening number is reflective, y'all. man. That's what, that's reflective. Shout out to LA coming in number one. Number like, two. Like, Minus our new followers and shit. Like, right. Damn. Number two. <laughs> we got Milwaukee, Wisconsin, the hometown. What up? Bow, bow. Pump that shit up, though. Yeah, pump that up. Y'all can't be letting LA out listen, y'all. We, we from what, here. What, what up? <laughs> okay, Joe. <laughs> Number three, we got Manning, South Carolina. Okay, what South Carolina. Sorry, where? Manning, South Carolina. Like Payton, Eli. Hello, South Carolina. South Carolina is beautiful. Number never, four. Never I've never been to South Carolina either, but I've been to the next place. Number four, Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. All right, so y'all here every week. Welcome back. Number five, we got Kenosha, Wisconsin. Okay, hey, Hello, Mabel. Number six, we got Chicago, Illinois. Shottown, always in here. Number seven, we got Racine, Wisconsin. Race. You ain't going to finish the E? You just going to say race? You just going to leave that hanging out there? (laughs) Who says that? Ken, he was like, (laughs) race. Who says that? that? Race solo, what up? I'm going to the race. Like, don't know nobody say that. They don't know what you mean. Disgusting. They don't know what you even mean. No, no, bro. Just, nah. Number eight. <laughs> I had to tell y'all a story after this. I just thought about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Number eight, we got Cypress, Texas. They go Texas. What's up, though? Let me make sure I'm reading this right. Number nine, we got Boiling Brook, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Bro, I've been through there. Your eyes got really big with them glasses. <laughs> <laughs> And she was like, say what? <laughs> <laughs> and number 10, we got Westland, Oregon. So shout out to the top 10 listening cities from Appreciate the past y'all. week. It's a lot of new entries this week. Mm-hmm. That's cool. We're stretching we out a little bit. Some new people checking in. You know. <laughs> International listeners from the past week included Belgium. Hey. Well, Belgium. Welcome back. Canada. What's going on? Neighbors to the north. We had Spain up in there, like always. Shout out to Spain. Trusty Spain. Welcome back. Mm -hmm. Spain loyal. Spain real loyal. Definitely. And then last but not least, we had Saudi Arabia, another new country for us. It is. We got uh, Ukraine With that being said, love to all of those who've been rocking with us to the top listening cities, to the international listeners. Thank Again, you. Again, before we even get into it, make sure y'all rate and review. Make sure y'all share the show. Free way mm-hmm. to support the pod. We're going to give y'all some fire content. So I'm, 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 I'm saying something on our names, gentlemen. So please, please don't, uh, you know, make me look, look crazy out here today. who? <clears throat> <laughs> 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 Oh, he okay. held that hoop for a long time oh, too. He okay. really wanted to know. Okay. His mouth was a ooh sound. Like he uh, was waiting. <laughs> uh-huh. Let's get into the topics of the week. Uh-huh. All righty then. Pick and pull. 
I won the pool last week, guys. I finally did it. Congratulations. I've been slumming, you know what I mean? And I finally, I finally got it. I finally got it. Tim came in second place. Ken and Eric were tied for last amongst the Tech File hosts. This week, though, we have the one and six Atlanta Falcons against the three and four Carolina Panthers. What a the Falcons just I don't, if I was a Falcons fan, I think I, I I think I'll need a break from football for a while. They just keep hurt. <laughs> in some of the most heartbreaking of ways. I just uh, and Gurley even knew it. He like, bro, if I put the ball in the hands of the defense, bro, it's gonna be is we not gonna win. He's like, everything in me told me to lay down, but I just couldn't. He tried. He, he was going too quick. <laughs> By the time he tried to stop, when he remembered, it was he had too like much momentum. Tim, it's like how Tim be talking. He, he gets to the end of the sentence. He's like, oh, damn, I shouldn't say it, but it's already out your mouth. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like damn, he knew he was supposed to be on a, like, mm. and that's even, that, that sucks because that sends a message to the defense. Like, bro, we can't trust y'all at all. None whatsoever. Well, I mean, like, it's not necessarily about trust. It's just, like, it's smart strategy. Like, run the clock down. Like, why why take the unnecessary risk, I guess, would be, like, how I would read it as the defense. It's not about confidence. Todd Gurley did that against the Packers. Yeah, he did. I remember he did that. Years ago when he was – yeah. He laid stopped before the – right, laid right on down. <laughs> <laughs> and I get that strategy, and I understand it. It's just like you time that he had left. You know, you know what I'm saying? defense can hold it, but – yeah. At the same time, like, don't put your defense in that situation, which I get. So the question is, are y'all going to trust the Falcons this week against Hell the Panthers? Hell no. <laughs> no. I'm definitely not trusting them for shit. Well, Carolina. Yeah. Cut you Carolina got a black quarterback, so. Yeah. Yeah. They got Teddy, so, you know. Eli wasn't doing too much for them, no ways. So. McCaffrey might be back, too. I heard it's a long shot for him to come back this week. Next week feels more certain, but. He was at practice with the red practice stuff on, so he couldn't touch him still. Nah, he took it off. He was all theatrical oh, with it. He came to practice with the red jersey on. <laughs> then in a dramatic reveal, he took it off and put on a regular jersey. So, <laughs> Like he a WWE wrestler? He just... Yeah. Like he switched from the, the red brand to the blue brand. <laughs> Literally. Sorry. I've been enjoying wrestling, too. I can't wait to get there. The 5-2 and two Indianapolis Colts against the 3-3 three and three <clears throat> Lions. I'm going with the Colts. They had a bye week. That defense is ferocious. Same. Detroit got Evers and Griffin coming, but he ain't going to play until they play against the Vikings next week. So, fun that his first game back in the NFC North is against his old team. Yeah. Uh, Pass rushers to NFC North teams. I know that much. Mm-hmm. Wonder who they trying to get to. <laughs> <laughs> I got the calls this week. That's cool. We're just going to trade for JJ. Um, we right should. I am all in on that. When I saw that idea flow on Twitter, I said, I'm all in. Please, please. If we come back next week and it hasn't happened, I'm going to be sad. I would please. be all for that. Like, yeah, that would be <laughs> the difference make game changer game. Bring JJ home. The five and two Los Angeles Rams against the three and three Miami Dolphins is two a time. It is, and I'm excited. I'm, I'm going. Excited. I'm, I think Tua gonna win his debut. I'm going Tua. Yeah, I'm going. It's Tua. It's gonna Brown. be unanimous. Brown quarterback, black coach. Brown quarterback. Mr. Black. 
<laughs> Brown. But ain't he like he's like Polynesian, right? Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. Something like that. That's Brown. Yeah, he good. The three and three Las Vegas Raiders against the five and two Cleveland Browns. That will be without star wide receiver Odell Beckham. Torres ACL trying to stop an interception from gaining yardage. That's trash. Boy, they had they barely got past them damn Bengals. It was a good game. The ba- Joe Burrow be man. Joe <laughs> Joe getting better as the season go along. Joe getting him and Justin Herbert is they both kind of like each game they getting better and better. That's why I can't wait for Tua. Like, imagine if he had a, a decent coach. <laughs> That's a fact. Yeah, I'm um, definitely going. Um, I'm gonna go Lo- Los Angeles. I mean Las Vegas. I think I'm the Raiders. Oh. <laughs> I don't like John Gruden, Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Ken, who did you have? Um, the Raiders. All right, we got the one and five Minnesota Vikings going against the five and one Green Bay Packers. The Vikings oh. will be without Danielle Hunter as well. He's done for the season with the herniated disc. What well, one Green Bay and Devontae going for 20 yards? Yeah, Devontae went crazy last week. Honestly, He's trying to play catch up. And did he <laughs> the Vikings ask the first time? Yeah. Yeah. That's and when he almost had 200 yards. <laughs> they lost on their Packers here too, so it's like – I know the Packers are really banged up. Like we have a lot of players that are injured. I believe like 15 or 16, somewhere in that range. Mm-hmm. But uh, I still think that we'll be, we're a better team with our injuries than they are with theirs. So, Wait, so I'm going. I don't see it on here. And I don't know if this is this week or last week, but they traded Ngakwe, right? Was that last week? Oh, Yannick Ngakwe got traded to the. I Ravens. think they traded him either the day we recorded or like. They after I think, okay. but yeah, just I think we may have because like I said, they they don't have any of their pass rushers anymore. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he was supposed to. Yeah, it just didn't work out for him. The two and four. Speaking of not working out, two and four New England Patriots against the five and two Buffalo Bills. I'm telling y'all, Cam may look right since he had COVID. He's mm-hmm. since he's come back. He has. And not he let like Jeff Garcia go in on. <clears throat> I was like, bro, Jeff Garcia let off a lot of shit that he didn't have it on his chest for a long time. I didn't go dress like that. that. What was they beefing? Was they beefing? No, it's just Jeff Garcia took the time to let off his chest. Like I said, it sounded like a lot of shit that he'd been wanting to have on his chest. He's had on his chest for a while. He was just like. Like he's hated the way Cam has dressed for years and he finally had an opportunity to get that takeoff. Yeah, pretty much. Because he's just like oh well why would you dress like that like you don't even dress the way that you play like you bring all that attention to yourself and you don't even uh play to back up the way that you dress so why do you dress that way knowing that it brings that much attention to yourself if i was you i come in in like a, a laundromat uh basket and have the uh the field staff push me to the field to and from the games show up play my games and get pushed back out the back door until uh, everything is uh is right and cam pretty much was like you know what he's right he may be right I was like, I took more of a like, you know what? You got it, boss. Because right. he also added like, in my culture, like we kind of dress up a little bit. Like, and you ain't from our culture, so I don't expect you to understand. But you're right. So I took that more of as like a, I ain't about to have like this is, no, I'm not about to do this with you right now, fam. Uh, I'm about to say shit. It's all it's what it comes down to. Like everything we do is a problem. Like, yeah. 
Yeah. You know, because if, if he came in, if he came into the into the arena in some sweatpants and a cut off shirt, you know, they say he's not dressing like a professional. So true. Then what Welcome. do you want from me right now? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? We also had. Oh wait, who's everybody's picking? Uh, New England or Buffalo? Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah. Going, you still going Cam and them? Always. I'm going Buffalo. Sorry, Cam. I hope you win though. The 0 and 7 New York Jets against the 6 and 1 Kansas City Chiefs. I don't think I really need to spend too much time here. I think. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Everybody go have 100 yards each on offense. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> and but yeah. How did uh, Le'Veon look? He was fine. Him and uh, Clyde still got more snaps, but he was he was fine. He didn't get any like passes or you know receiving yards or anything like that. But kind of coasting right now. Yeah, he was fine. Andy Reid's been kind of talking about it more so like a depending on the type of defense we're playing mm-hmm. will dictate which back gets more run because they're different types of of back. So what a luxury to have. Yeah. The six and zero Pittsburgh Steelers against the five and one Baltimore Ravens. That's gonna be a good game. The Ravens just signed Dez Bryant to their practice squad, so Dez is in the pipeline. Hmm. You got Lamar. The last undefeated team will they remain undefeated after uh, this week? Steelers, man, that defense—I I told you, man. Even though they missed Bush, they, that defense is still still nice. Um. Then you got Baltimore defense versus uh, dog. That's gonna be a good game. I'm gonna go with uh, Lamar though. I'm gonna go with Lamar. I'm going Lamar and the Ravens. I'm going with Pittsburgh. Mm. I'm going with Baltimore. Oh, I'm the only dissenter this week. Okay, respect that. We have the five and one Tennessee Titans against the one five and one Cincinnati Bengals. Mm. I'm going Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go Tennessee. But the Bengals been putting up a fight. They ain't been losing by much, bro. They've been they've been putting up a fight in all these L's. They've been actually kind of fun to watch. But you 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 ain't. No, I'm going that. Tennessee though. Okay, okay, cool, cool. Eric. Oh, I said Tennessee. Oh, did you? Okay. The two and four. LA Chargers against the two and four Denver Broncos. I got the Chargers. Ditto. Me too. Chargers. All around. <clears throat> All around. The four and two New Orleans Saints against the five and two Chicago Bears, who looked kind of fraudulent to me last week. Nick oh, Foles looked with the Bears on. He got the Bears hoodie on and looked behind him mm-hmm. like what team? <laughs> Team Giro looking around like damn. Nick Foles looking mighty mediocre. Hey man, we shit. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) It's gonna be a difference. That's what you know. If I ain't got shit to say, like man, shit, man. (laughs) All you can do is make sound effects. <laughs> Wait, uh, to be we, fair, look really, we look horrible. I ain't gonna lie, but we're gonna bounce back this week, man. We're gonna get this W. Um, you know, defense wise, you know, uh, we confident, we ready. Uh, we needed that loss, you know, to get, for us to get our bearings. And um, yeah, 
We're gonna get him out. We're gonna get him next time. If Michael Thomas back, y'all getting y'all ass whooped. She get. <laughs> and if he's not, it's gonna be a good game. That man's played one game this season. One. He can one. miss out. He can miss one more. <laughs> what is one more? What is one more? <laughs> if he's missing, then it's gonna be a, it's gonna turn out to be a really good game. Well, so it, it depends. Okay. I'll keep my ear to the ground, but uh, they, ain't, they, ain't, they ain't gonna be able to stop Kamara. I'm going with New Orleans. Right. I'm gonna go with uh, Chicago until I hear about Michael. Speaking of okay. Thomas, I did. I was watching the post game um, and on Fox, and Tony Gonzalez was he floated it out there. He's just like you know, he came up with this injury after he got in a fight with the teammate after he you know disagreed with the organization about his injury. So like, it's like I don't know what's going on there, but it doesn't it doesn't smell and sound right. So mm-hmm. just put that out there. I don't know what that means. I'm going to New Orleans. Orleans, all around except for those two over there. So over there, <laughs> right? <laughs> I forgot. Tim said it too. I was expecting just Kim, but then as I was saying, I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> Tim definitely said Chicago too. <laughs> the four and three San Francisco 49ers against the five and one Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks, Russ and them. Yeah, I'm going Russ and them too. The 49ers are just really banged up. Well, so what's some damn near for the for 500? Yes, because. <laughs> Bro, he just had these games where he, man, they, like the Doug Baldwins, the Tyler Lockett's, like they always had these one games where they just explode with 200 yards and three touchdowns, bro. Tyler like, Lockett was old that because he hasn't been showing up the last couple of weeks. He he was due for that. That was due. Those were past, yards. Those were past due yardage. That was past due yardage. And that was him and Adam catch up. It was past due. He was old that yardage. He had to get that back. Also, DK Metcalf, robot man. Bruh, that yeah, motherfucker yeah. is fast. Motherfucker is fast. Too damn big for that shit. He fast. Uh, Buddha thought he was gone, dog. He Buddha took he was clear. clean. He, I was watching this. I had to rewind it a couple of times to find out where the fuck Metcalf was in the beginning of that damn pick. That man was in the middle of all of the traffic. Turned around, <laughs> scoot, moved on, <laughs> somebody out the way, and took off. Buddha thought he was straight. He looked back like, oh, shit. I just saw a picture of a coach. And saw that 14. He probably, wait, what? He looked back twice because I don't think he believed it the first time. He kind of was like, wait. <laughs> oh, I just after released the audio, uh, like, he actually said that as he was on the sideline. He's like, how you catch up to me? <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker was running full speed, Terminator style, bro. No, you know what he looked like? He looked like uh, Captain America and Black Panther when they sprinting and just like outrunning everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they he had was a in a crowd of fast people and just like lapping them. Right, and they had a uh, they had a picture of a coach that was screaming at him on the sideline. Dog, I was like, it was like, damn, it's October. He looked like he was screaming out of a horror movie, bro. Like that motherfucker was like, run, bro, run, <laughs> right? And he was on the side. You see this, run, like damn, dog. He saved him seven though, so that was he did, and pissed me off because I ended up with zero points from the Cardinals defense. <laughs> and I, I at least got points. six of those. I got well, more I mean, points from the on, Packers defense. That's kind of you going up against the, the defense. That is very true. I don't know why you would pick that defense. Listen, that was a last-ditch effort, bro. I, it was a last-ditch effort, bro. I mean, oh, at least they didn't lose you points, I guess. Like, no, they didn't. Man, it's always pissing you off. I was geeked in FanDuel this week. I was like, man, I got, you know, I, I feel good about my team and this and this and this and that. Not having Devontae Adams was a real killer. 
a real killer. Like I still had 140 in the fan duel. Like I finished fifth in our tech file league. Mm-hmm. Like if I just if I picked Claypool as my flex, and that's what did me they in. They killed man. My man's didn't get no love. He got the juju treatment. <laughs> yeah. Anywho. The two and five Dallas Cowboys against the NFC East. Come on now. Leaders. <laughs> Come on now. The Philadelphia Eagles. Four and one Philadelphia Eagles. Two four and one Philadelphia Eagles. That's Come right. on now. This shit this shit's gross, bro. But we know who won in this damn game. They just the Eagles, right? Yes. Carson Wentz would have like 500 yards passing, bro. You said who? Carson Wentz. He finna have like 500 yards passing. He's streaky, bro. No, he's been putting up 300-yard games consistently this season. Just made he on high street. He's yeah. been putting up five on Dallas shitty-ass defense. Defense? Yeah, they ain't going to be able to stop them. No, bro, it's just – no. Well, I forgot, like, Dallas was down to their third-string quarterback, so. Yeah. Who is, who, who's their quarterback? I think his name's like you. you. It might well be. Hey, I'm – <laughs> I'll be out there throwing plenty picks. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be my nickname first round. Pick six. <laughs> Damn, that's your legacy as a quarterback. And your nickname already, is Pick Six. It's already that shot of uh, legacy. That man oh, pick man. six in what, like three or four uh, straight games? Yeah. Plenty old picks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Their uh, third string quarterback is Ben DiNucci. Ben DiNucci. Like I said, oh, here's the gentleman. <laughs> no, this is nice. Who? Great. Who? I don't know who the fuck that is. He a rookie, too, so. You don't even know, he don't know who he is. <laughs> and they're like, DiNucci. You're in the quarterback. He like, he like who? <laughs> he don't want to ask who? The new shit. He looking around like King. Got the jersey on and shit. Name on his back. Looking around and shit. <laughs> hey, I'm going to only need to come out with shades on and shit. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what's wrong with this? <laughs> uh, what, the sh- what purpose, fam, would you have wearing shades on the field? I'm like, the light's too bright. It's too bright. It's too bright. Can we the get these motherfuckers? He ain't used to be in there. <laughs> and the last game we have this week, the five and two. Come on NBA now. Buccaneers against the <laughs> one and six. Come on now. New York Giants. The Giants you know what? Off, bro. But wait, hey, but wait. It's Tom Brady against the Giants. Right. Come on now. Hey, and they ain't gonna have Chris, they ain't gonna have Chris Godwin either. He fractured his finger last oh. week. But they will have. But he's still here. They still got Grunt. They still got uh, Evans. They still got Scotty Miller. Scotty Miller. Yeah. yeah. They still got uh-huh. Cameron Bray. They still got Ronald uh, McDonald John- or what? Ronald uh, Jones. What's old bro's name? Jones. Ronald Jones. They Leonard Fournette coming back. I was trying to segue into Antonio Brown. Yeah. Like, ain't he this. He's not playing this. Week. He's not playing this week. I'm talking about who they got this week. They're still singing. You could have waited on that segue. I was going to bring it back around, Eric. <laughs> I was going to bring it back around. This nigga, this nigga literally named the whole team. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, but AB. Like, that's the niggas he could play this week. <laughs> like, yes, yeah, sir, they missing Godwin, but they still got hella weapons available this this week. Yeah. And they got reinforcements coming next. That's, that was going to be my segue, but. Right. Impatient ass. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Trust me. Trust me. Eric walked over trying to take the ball, start arguing and shit. I had usually you. Hey, I didn't do it this time. Like you ain't the car. I ain't do it this time. Damn. It happened one time. I ain't do it this time. It's like I hear you got to hear too. Real quick injury notes, though, since these teams are on a bye, the Cardinals are going to be without Kenyon Drake for a few weeks. He messed up his foot, and then Washington lost safety Landon Collins through Achilles injury. He's going to be out for the season. Yeah. Now, what was interesting is that Eric Reed, free agent safety, told the Associated Press today, as we record, Tuesday the 27th, that he had an offer to join Washington's practice squad, but he pretty much said, I ain't a practice squad player. If y'all change your mind on where y'all need me at, give me a call. But I'm not on no practice squad. So, what about that. Odell? What about hmm? I talked about Odell? Talk about Odell, Dooch, Can you ring the bell, please? That was like the first damn thing, bro. Right, I forgot. bro. I forgot. See, he got a little too ahead of himself. Not look at you. I, said, <laughs> I asked the question. I'll look at you. Your ass I'll look at you. Do be over there slithering in the grass and shit, waiting on motherfuckers. Shut your ass. Hey, if you come for him, then you better be <laughs> you better be ready. You better be tight. Pause. Ooh. Shout Gross, out. Bro. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Girls, bro. <laughs> but I don't know what you want tonight. Stop trying to say that nigga. See, that's what you did. You tried to say that nigga, you slipped up. That's how I talk, but I know how y'all think, so I had to clear it up. Ooh. Anywho. <laughs> Anywho, we do want to also say big congrats to Ron Riviera, the coach of the Washington football team. He finished his last round of chemo of cancer treatment sure. on the 26th. So shout out to you. Congratulations, sir. Hoping that you yeah. keep healing sure. well, sir. This was fun for me. In our Facebook group. Chris G posted a set of NBA hip hop comps. So I'm going to read through some of these comps and I want y'all to let me know if y'all think it's accurate. And if you don't tell me who you think is a better fit. Okay. Okay. Now, first up we have LeBron James and his music equivalent Drake. Now the picture says, this is why both come with their own stimulus package. They're known for their dominance over a long period of time. They change the way the game is played. They love teaming up with great features. And their final form includes a beard. <laughs> so it's about right to me. <laughs> the beard got you. It was the beard yeah, part, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. I think, it, I mean... Some people might think it's disrespectful to LeBron, but I think Drake's that that's great. Where I, that's where I'm kind of leaning. Just not, and not like disrespect, just that I feel like Drake is way more disrespected as far as like GOAT status in rap yeah. than LeBron is in basketball. Mm. I'll give you that. All because of that ghostwriting thing, but. He's still, he's, he's still GOAT status. Drake's a legend to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, he's going down. Oh, real talk. <laughs> like, it's crazy. We're in what, year 11 or 12, and he's still. That nigga, yeah, because yeah. I mean, uh, so far gone was a mixtape when we were in undergrad, so man, yeah, yeah, I think like 08, I think that's when I came out, 08, somewhere, somewhere around, around yeah. yeah. Next up, we got Kobe and his comp Kanye West, hmm. both own the 2000s, mentored by the GOAT, known for being perfectionists of their craft, had near career ending scandals. 
constantly yeah. called an a-hole. Yeah. Wildly successful and heavily influenced future generations. These are all facts. Wouldn't have thought about Kobe being Kanye before. Never would have crossed uh, my not mind. Not that they broke like that. It's too bad Kanye is where he is. That there was like a stopping point of when you could, <laughs> could, could, could compare him to Kanye, then I would be more yeah. like, yeah, but Kanye now is just yeah, not a good look. But if we're all. talking prime, <laughs> prime Ye is 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 prime Kobe. I'm I I can I can get with that. I'll allow it. That's a great answer. I like that one. I'll allow that one. Michael Jordan and his comp, Jigga Man, Jay Z. Widely considered the GOAT, the golden era products, black billionaires who became owners in their industries, briefly retired during their primes and came back, constantly accused of being selfish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't I'll argue that. You can't. I'm good with that comp. I'm yeah, good cool. with that comp. I'm curious when they are called Nas. Oh. <laughs> we got T-Mac. He, he Lil Wayne. <laughs> Eric's like, what? Okay, this is why. Monsters in their primes with steep declines. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's me. That's the first Damn. one y'all put on. <laughs> hey, so, all right, you got to be on board. <laughs> I can't argue anymore. Frequently pitted, against, frequently pitted against Kobe slash Kanye in the 2000s. The precursor to LeBron Drake. Undisputed Hall of Famers hmm, retired and became media personalities. Hmm. You kind of you should have left it at the first one. <laughs> like it was only the first one. I mean, and I don't remember Lil, was Lil Wayne and Kanye like was that a real rivalry? I don't remember. I mean, that Mac and now. Jordan. I mean, not Mac and Jordan. Mac and Mac Kobe. and Kobe was, but mm-hmm. Wayne and Kanye they didn't seem oh. to run in the same lanes. Like it just wasn't. Yeah, I'm not going with that one. That's a little weak. It's a little weak. A bit of a reach. That first one hit, though. (laughs) (laughs) Kawhi Leonard and Kendrick Lamar. I can see it. It's because they got braids. I know what y'all did here. (laughs) Anywho, they said debuted in the early 2010s from and rep LA, prematurely billed as next up. Prematurely. Prematurely. Y'all ain't going to talk about my boy K Dot that way, all right? Consider, consider the one person LeBron slash Drake don't want smoke with. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's accurate. Generally private slash keep to themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm... yeah, that's cool. I'm cool. That's that's one where I'm like, it's not the best comp, but it's a stretch. I can't I can't I can't think of another one. So I'm gonna just let y'all rock with that one. Magic Johnson and Dr. Dre. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. Universally <laughs> respected. <laughs> Dr. Dre and Magic, like they just seem too. Com- but anyway, universally respected. Best facilitators of all time. Key members of historic LA groups became owners in their industries. Yeah. I'll allow it. That's cool. I didn't, I didn't see it coming, but I. I those are, those you got are, enough uh, evidence there. I yeah, guess it's, it's acceptable. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's enough. <clears throat> Next up, we <laughs> we have Larry Bird and Eminem. 
Just because they white, like, hell, hey, hey, unless it's just they white. Like, hey, oh, that's what it's gonna say. White, the greatest, the greatest white. That's the, greatest white. <laughs> the first point literally is the greatest white. That's what it says. It says the greatest white. That's what it says. <laughs> what? Because I'm like, you, I'm not sure how else to go in that. I guess greatest white is his lane, but. You know, just leave it at greatest white. Honestly, <laughs> that's the real. Because this one only has three points. The greatest white, close friends with Magic Johnson, Dr. Dre, respected and acknowledged by Jordan and Jay. Wow. All of wow. that is true. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah. like, y- y'all only, y- that's only a cup because they white. <laughs> like, it's. That's it. That's it. That's the only. Okay. Next up. Steph Curry. <laughs> Steph Curry and Chance the Rapper. I feel like this is disrespectful to Steph Curry. I'm not going like to lie to you. Chance should it be is, but Kyrie. I feel like you can... You said what? Chance should be Kyrie. Let me hear what they're talking about. Hold on. Okay. I, I feel like it's definitely disrespectful to Curry, but I also feel like you can make a very strong case for it just based off of like superficial reasons. Okay, so we got this. Another prematurely build is next up. Again... Steph has already... Steph was already up. Steph has yeah, already been He's already the face. <laughs> so there's no... <laughs> For number one, uh, uh, to ch- change the way the game is played. Did Chance do that? No, when did Chance do that? I don't know. I was like, yeah. Do you know, uh, <laughs> you know when the, Chance changed the game? The Chance changed the way the game was played. I don't know. I, I have no recollection of such events. He brought church into it. Is that what it was? He brought the quiet with him? The trumpets? <laughs> is it the hat? Is it because he wore a hat? Is that what he changed? <laughs> The way it worked. Number three. Right. Dog, what the fuck? Can y'all hear me now? Yeah. <laughs> like, dog, I'm trying to get this. No, he did not. He did not change it. Rush changed it more. Because uh, I, I think they're talking about the independent thing, but Rush changed it more in, mm-hmm. as far as that term than anybody. Than he mm-hmm. did. Then I would say Chance did. Not anybody. That's fair. Okay. Third point. Been on hiatus recently. Harry was playing before the... Uh, what's his name? Before I, the bubble. He was playing, but when the season started, then he got hurt, and he went. There was no more Steph the rest of the year. He came back like no. He came back before the bubble. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Because we were talking about why would he come back? That's right. Mm -hmm. Frequently proclaimed their love for Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Is that it? (laughs) And the last point is happy. Okay, is that it? I would just say corny, and like that can be all encompassing. But yeah, yeah, that would have been a stronger case. Happy, get the fuck out of here with this shit. Happy, fam. We got Russell Westbrook and Young Thug. Uh-huh. Uh, hated on, <laughs> hated on despite their unique impact. Never expected to be a top talent. Loves fashion. Almost never slows down. And does them regardless of the critics. I'll allow this one. Yeah. Okay. I, I didn't at first, but. You didn't like I, who? Young Thug. I ain't fuck with him at first, but I, I fuck with him no. Same, exact same boat. Yeah. Opposite way with Russ, though. I used to F with Russ, and now I'm kind of like, <laughs> CP3 and Lupe Fiasco, known for their intellect, can compete with the best of them. Prime in the 2000s is often forgotten or played down, deeply respected amongst their peers, and still doing quality work today. Okay. Fine by me. That's cool. You said what, Eric? <clears throat> Oh, I can hear you. Wait, can you hear me now? Yeah. Oh, I said, is Lupe still doing quality work today? 
I've yes. Heard them. Okay. <laughs> he's he's just putting it out independently, and it's not getting as many spins. Gotcha. Because all that James Harden like wilding out on social media uh, and playing with swords and shit. So <laughs> he loves his swords hey, and his people, guns. Everybody say a lot of people like the uh, the samurai shit. <clears throat> he he love it. James Harden and Travis Scott, Houston boys, started their careers in supporting roles for big talent. Statistically dominant, but not considered in the base for number one. Works with Russell slash Young Thug often. Kardashian women. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I had the last point. Something. I mean, that's this. Yeah. You got enough evidence. Right. <laughs> this one I really don't know about. Dirk Nowinski and J. Cole. Get it done with no features. Extremely consistent. Game and appearance isn't flashy. Mentors the new generation. I don't, Cole is still in like the newer gen. Like I, I mean, I guess he's kind of like an old head now in rap, but I mean, again, like Drake, like he's been on for like. Yeah. Last I mean, he got Earth Game. Ten to twelve years. Yeah. And uh, what is his whole crew? I feel like these descriptions actually fit someone like Tim Duncan more than they fit someone like Dirk Nowinski. Like, not flashy, gets it done, mm-hmm. consistent. Yeah. He I had features, though. But, yeah, but Dirk, that, was, that was still Dirk, Dirk, like, that was all hell. Right, but he was the he was leader of it. Three Mo. Allen Iverson and DMX. I thought Tim was going to mark need that. I thought he was going to do a DMX part. It seemed like it'd be in character for you. I don't know. Dogs and hood favorites <laughs> held their own against Jordan slash J. Frequent run-ins with the law. <laughs> Disappeared for years after retiring. Known for giving no Fs, but being their true authentic selves no matter what. Yeah. I'm good with it that. It had one very dominant year. Yeah. 98 yeah. DMX, 01 <laughs> Isaiah Thomas, Pistons Isaiah Thomas, and Nas. There's your Nas comp. Isaiah Thomas, tough little guy, <laughs> beat, <laughs> beat Jordan J in their prime, but lost out to Jordan J in the long run. <laughs> Socially conscious and politically involved. Is Isaiah Thomas that plugged in? Polit- I didn't think so. Oh, I never heard him say no shit like that, to be honest. Me either. I don't really agree with that comp. I don't know who I would call Nas. I would call somebody else. Yeah, but... I mean, because of the heated rivalry, I can see why they would call him Nas if Jordan Barkley, is Barkley, maybe? Who? Barkley is Barkley is... Barkley's more, mm, I could see Barkley being more of a Nas than Isaiah Thomas is a Nas, but I'm not sure if I still think, like, that's, like, the perfect fit. Like, the problem is, like, Jordan didn't have, like, a peer, really. Like, he had yeah. a bunch of people that was, like, Two tiers below him, but like nobody that really consistently gave him a run. So to the argument, maybe I don't know. Like since Isaiah does have you know Jordan rules, they put Chicago out. I guess that is your closest bet to a Nas if you're going with the fact that Jordan is Jay. Last but not least, Kareem and Snoop Dogg. (laughs) (laughs) The uncle that everybody loves, a, a undisputed great. Close collaborator of Magic slash Dr. Dre always speaks up on political and social issues. LA icons again, speaking up like, on political social issues. Like Kareem for sure. 
Snoop taught was Snoop talk about anything and everything. Like Snoop ain't like an Snoop activist, activist. The wrong thing <laughs> a lot of the time. Like, <laughs> but yeah, that's what that was, I thought that was interesting. But yeah, and also I feel like Kareem wasn't very well loved, but like that. Mm. Like, maybe in LA. Maybe. But since we talking about music. Chris Jericho and uh, MJF had a musical number on AEW. Like they literally did like a musical where they had like a Broadway show and shit. I was hella confused. And then now, now, fuck is going on? Like I was confused, but I enjoyed it. Like it was, like the more I watched it, like I'm like, this is actually entertaining. Like they're Mm -hmm. like in a weird ass. Like I would never know I wanted this, but like I'm enjoying it type of way. Mm -hmm. It was more so like a, I enjoy the performance that they tried to put on. They put on a good enough performance to make it believable, I guess. Like, oh, that wasn't a bad little musical number that they did. Kind of thing. It was different. I'm not going to watch AEW, but like. (laughs) I mean, I don't really watch wrestling outside of pay-per-views at this point and just checking in on what's happening. So, yeah. It's been fun. For WWE. Yeah. But um, the musical number was for them because MJF is now considering joining uh, Jericho and yeah. the Inner Circle. Yeah. But real quick. But like NWO, right? The Inner Circle? Yeah. I mean, I NWO is their faction, but yeah. Yeah. But I'm a, let's, let's go back a little bit with wrestling. So last week, WWE Network tweeted about Kurt Angle and John Cena's match at No Mercy back in 2003. Kurt Angle RT that with the following caption, quote, one of my favorite feuds, I consider Cena the greatest WWE superstar of all time. John was consistent and dominant for 15 plus years. Nobody has done it that long, specifically in WWE. Hashtag, it's true. End quote. Question, is that true? Is John Cena? GOAT status. And like, because when you think about it, the the longevity <laughs> of Cena is is the the key in what Kurt Angle is saying. Because mm-hmm. if you bring up The Rock, if you bring up Stone Cold, their runs were short. Well, especially The Rock. The Rock only had what? Well, five years. Five Not six. Even. Yeah. Like, debuted in '96, and he was done by like 2002, 2003, somewhere in there. Like, it was a quick run, but it was hot. So it's like, do you value? So my question to y'all really is: Do you value the longevity when you're thinking about greatest, or do you look at the highs of the high when you're looking at like? But I mean, to be fair, Cena had highs too, like during no, his for run. Sure. So for sure. it's not just that he did it for 15 years. It's like he did it for 15 years as the face, as the main guy, main inventing, like, and it wasn't like he was putting out trash. Like he transformed and he continued to transform. And Cena was, I mean, granted, sure, towards the end, like everybody was tired of Cena winning everything and getting, you know, Cena stuff down in our face and stuff like that. And he only decided to start wrestling and doing 10 moves total. Sure, that that's the tell it. But during his run, like when he was hot for those 14, 13, 14 years before he decided to give up, Cena was... <laughs> before he decided to give up. <laughs> like, bro, he, like, we all know he only do like 10 moves now. But before that, Cena hey, was putting on wrestling no, matches. No, when he had that U.S. title... He, no, yeah, because he started adding more moves to his arsenal towards the end. Because that's when he started... The matches got really good, so... Again, GOAT status, yeah. I look yeah. at it more of a tier. John Cena is definitely in it. Like, oh, yeah. he's, he, he's de- like you can't argue his 
who he is. I wasn't even watching wrestling during most of his streak, but I knew who John Cena was. That's like that's how you really know. Like I was like, oh yeah, John Cena's the champion over there. He got a spinny belt, but I'm not watching it. But I know he got a spinny belt. And he'd be rapping. That's all I knew. And he wore jorts. <laughs> <laughs> then he used to pump his shoes up. Mm-hmm. He did. He surely did. That's when he was rapping. Doctor be- <laughs> <laughs> Th- Thugonomics. <laughs> this is basic Thugonomics. Giving you straight bars and all his promos. <laughs> I want like when he was rapping and all that shit. I wasn't watching. I wasn't watching. I used to like the Doctor Thugonomics. No, nah, it was always corny. Like it was. It, it was different. But it, I mean. It is what it was like. It was. He had some bars every so often, but I just kind of looked at him and be like, "That's the he got a spinny belt." Like I don't, I'm not taking like he got a spinny belt and he wearing jorts. Like I can't. <laughs> what am I gonna do with that? Big old white dude with jorts rapping and yeah, talking about basic start economics. Doing? He started doing this. He was he doing it from the beginning. Doing? Yeah. Uh, no, he jacked uh, G Unit so hard. Like I saw like the. A video of his performance, like the whole the logo even looked like a fake G unit <laughs> logo. Like you did. <laughs> but that goes to the point about his longevity because he was he started in an era when G unit was like running shit and was worthy <laughs> of being copied. That's, that is <laughs> like five years ago. Like that is very, very true. That is very, That's very funny. true. The NW, NWA, Jesus, I've been thinking about this, the rap music and stuff, all that. The NBA is planning to continue discussions with the NBPA on the upcoming NBA season. They're proposing that the season actually starts on December 22nd, which is far earlier than we expected. We had recently just been talking about how they were mentioning January, March, February to start the season. But there's like a $500 million incentive for them to get those games started early. If they do, that would include a 72-game regular season, which has tie-ins to, like, regional networks, another way for them to get more money. Uh, they will also be running that play-in tournament for the eight seed that we saw in the bubble, and they've also been considering having a two-week mid-season break, like, in place of the All-Star game. That's probably not going to happen because of COVID and travel re- regulations and all that stuff, so. And is that part of the reason for, like, the two-week break is in case they have to you know, make up games because of cancellation through the COVID. So your two yeah, weeks sure. off may not actually be two weeks off if they were to, to do that type of schedule. A smart two-week schedule in the break to do what you need to do. If you get to be resting, you get to be resting. But otherwise, we got some games to make up. That's a good point. Yeah. The NBA prefers to not do a bubble. They're still discussing what travel and game schedules might look like. And they thought about maybe keeping teams in a certain marketplace longer. And you know, playing multiple games, kind of like what MLB did with their uh, playoff series or their series. But it should be noted too, with all these discussions that are going on, looking at travel and figuring people are going to play at, they need to find a home for the Raptors since they reside in Canada. And again, travel bans to different countries and whatnot. Some cities that they could play in, and y'all just let me know a yay or nay if you would be cool with the Raptors playing there. Louisville, I'll say this first. The team don't want to play there because of Breonna Taylor shooting, and I don't blame them. Mm. I'm going to give Louisville a nay, too. Nay. Hey. <laughs> Buffalo. One quick note. Sorry, one quick note about Louisville. Uh, Junior Bridgman, former Buck, was actually the one kind of pushing for. He was leading the charge to get them to play there just because they have an NBA-ready arena. Um, but, again, it's a non-starter. Due to Makes sense. Makes but, yeah, sense. No. 
Buffalo, New York. Mm, okay, mm. sure. <clears throat> yeah, uh, both. Well, it's close. It's not that far from Toronto. So I actually did do some reading up on this um, about the different cities. So Buffalo, they do have like an NBA capable arena, uh, and I mean, saying NBA capable is kind of weird because it's not like you don't have fans anyway, <laughs> or like a full capacity stand. So. I don't get why that really matters, but they were saying that uh, yeah. the NHL is looking to use that arena too, so their dates might be might not be as available as gotcha. you know, places that don't have other tenants in the arena. Um, that's the same deal for Newark, New Jersey. Um, so we yeah, entering on that. Mm, sure, because still yeah, like I'm still thinking the New York, New Jersey market yeah. for them as well. And if yeah. they're doing like one thing that's been floated is that the NBA is going to try to do like a regional heavy, like a division heavy schedule where you're playing your division rivals more often. So if you put Toronto somewhere else, like it would make sense to have them somewhere in close proximity to the other people in their division, which is like New York, Brooklyn, Boston, mm-hmm. Newark, I think Washington, but somebody else. I don't know. Um, so yeah, Newark or Buffalo will make sense in that regard. Um, yeah. Kansas City has been thrown out as an option. That'll be cool, Kansas City. I can see that. It's a little far, I mean, Patty, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes is pushing for them to come down to yeah. KC. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't see a problem with that either. Uh, Fort Myers, Florida. What else is down there, Fort Myers? Uh, so that's where they did. So remember, Toronto. Well, the Raptors had to come to the states early and start practicing because of like the Canada travel restrictions. Mm-hmm. So like they worked out. Like they were basically housed in Fort Myers at uh, was it University of Florida Gulf Coast something a college down there. You understand that they had like really nice facilities. Like I think it's really it's on the oh, well. Gulf Coast, <laughs> like it's on right. the coast, so like it's on the water. It's really nice. Um, the only problem would be that they, their arena doesn't have like NBA capacity. But again, although it is Florida, so they actually probably might have fans at that point. Um, <laughs> right. But it's not considered an NBA arena. And I don't think that's probably like it. Don't seem like it's conducive to their travel schedule. Uh, they also yeah, could share an arena with another. Eastern, uh, Eastern Conference team too. So like they throw out places that don't have other tenants. So essentially like NBA arenas that don't share either another NBA team or with the NHL team. Cause at this point, that's really all that you have to worry about because it's not like arena shows are touring at the moment. Right. Like, you know, your monster trucks and your concerts and you know, like your Disney on ice, like none of those are taking up dates. So they pretty much have wide open schedules at these arenas. Only thing mm-hmm. you have to worry about is either other NBA teams or NHL teams. What about Seattle? Teams. They don't have a, a really not, too far. <laughs> yes, yeah, all of the side of the country. Y'all was just talking about how oh, having Eastern them closest. Yeah, okay. yeah. So they so did throw out Milwaukee. That, I don't know if that's a real option, but like we're one of the places that would qualify for that criteria. I don't play at the Mecca, fam. No, I'm playing. <laughs> 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 I mean, uh, the U what the Panther Arena, whatever it's called, I'll say the US I'm about to go through all the names, the US Cellular Arena, the <laughs> Panther Arena. Up, yeah. Man, the graduation arena, that's what I'm gonna call it. Right. The Disney on Ice Arena. 
<laughs> so if the season does start on the 22nd, it's going to be a very quick turnaround. So I'm going to just read y'all through this timeline, but whew, it'll be a crazy, like our show will be popping during this time. There's a lot of stuff happening quickly. So, but for the players, they, Danny Green already said, you might not see Brian out here that first week or so. Cause Brian always said he wasn't going to play in front of no fans. So <laughs> he just did that though. So I think he, he might change his mind. November 18th is going to be the NBA draft, which is going to be conducted virtually. Can't Very wait nice. to, to watch that. Eric, we're going to get some, that's some uh, draft prep. At this point. Sorry. Yes. Are you going to do any draft prep this year? Have you been like into it or not so much because of just how the season's been broken up some? I mean, like at this point, like I've had like, what, nine months to really review like these draft. Like this draft stinks. Um, <laughs> So I don't know how much work I want to put into it. I might do like a, a Q&A or something. Like I'm not writing anything. Put it that way. I got you. Hmm. Those got day jobs. Proposed um, dates. <laughs> <laughs> November 22nd, 23rd, somewhere in there, be the start of free agency. Actually, that later. might be conservative at that point. Like they're looking at now like possibly 48 to 72 hours after, after the draft finishes. So... November 20th, 21st is more realistic. Before Thanksgiving, <laughs> December 1st would be the start of training camp, and then the season would start on the 22nd. That's tight, but... That's, that's quick as hell. And I, how, and as a Laker fan, I'm just curious, like, how do you feel given that your team was one of the last two playing? But, I mean, y'all got the time off. Like, everybody was off in the middle. Like, there's just teams that are going to be kind of disadvantaged. Like, y'all going to be disadvantaged along with Miami for the deep playoff yeah. runs. Because then we'll have to do LeBron down there a whole month type shit. <laughs> you think? Do you think they would actually? I mean, I could see LeBron resting himself like more frequently. Yeah, yeah. I could see that. I guess it depends on like how the schedule is built. So like, I don't know if they're gonna have like back to back to backs or you know four games and five nights. Like I don't know how how quickly the games have to come. So like if if it's as if the first month of the season is like you play. 15 games in 30 days, like, then it may be disadvantageous <laughs> to sit them for the first month because, like, you have so many games that you're going to potentially miss. Uh, whereas, like, if you bring everybody into camp and then you can just, like, strategically rest them throughout that process, it's, it's basically going to come down to the schedule, I think is what yeah. I'm trying to get at. See, I was thinking more so for the players that's going to be like free agents in the time frame that you have to sign these contracts, bro. Like, if you want to get on these teams in time and stuff like that, like, you got to make these decisions that used to be able to take weeks. Now you got a week and then training camp starts on the first. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Like, that's life changing decisions, multi year contracts, the money that's on the table and shit like that. Like, it's going to be a lot of pressure on these players to make these decisions and a lot of teams to make these quick trigger decisions because the season starts in a fucking month. I would imagine like they're talking now, like all that stuff. Your <laughs> agency is going on right now. Man, like, all they need to know is how much money they have to spend. Like they need to know what the salary cap is. But beyond that, and like, hey, if we get to this number, we can give you this much. If we get to this number, we can give you that much. So, like, trades are probably like as soon as the moratorium lifts, like it's gonna be like well, which is just gonna be lit up. Quick fire. <laughs> like, yeah. Like it's gonna be like you said, like it's gonna be a fun week. Like yeah when we have to, like, recap the draft and open a free agency. Hopefully Giannis Ooh. signs a, a contract during that time, too. You know what I'm saying? 
You know that literally, what I'm yeah, because we'll be two days within free agency too, I believe. Put that contract on the table. Hope you mm. sign it. Let's get into the radio for the week. Ken, if people are new here, could you let them know what the radio segment is? Um, yes, indeed. Um, this is the portion of the show where we play a song that is sport adjacent. Um, it's either written, composed, um, produced, created by someone in the sports realm. Um, Tim, Tim is our DJ. DJ, give it to me. Give it to me. <laughs> this is our backstage <laughs> production meeting. Yes, sir. So, fellas, this radio segment this week, we are going to be playing Jack Harlow's Tyler Hero. Shout out to Rick, Foresight Building Inspections, for the suggestion this mm-hmm. week. Thanks, sir. Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you, brother. Now, I can tell you, this song does have an intro, Tim, so you will have some time to vamp before they actually get into the raps. Before they get into the bars. Before they get into the bar. <laughs> I should say, I shouldn't say they. I should say he. he before yeah. he gets into the bars, because Tyler Hero is not rapping on this. It's just named after him. And he, he was all up through the video. Yeah, yeah he was all up and through the video. Okay. <laughs> Inspired the song. Which, you know what? If if we had the time, I would make this a double feature because if we just doing songs because, you know, name of your player, I want to hear Mo Bamba because that's my, that's my cut. I need to hear some Mo Bamba real I quick. But <laughs> this week is Jack Harlow, Tyler Hero. Ready to go on air? All right. Kim, would you calm us down, please? Indeed. Five, four, three, two, one. WTZK Radio, 69.9 FM, where 69 is fine. WTZK Radio, 69.9, 69 is fine. We got Jack Carlo with Tyler Hero. We with the hero. <laughs> Oh, try. You God. Tell me what that means. Make a slick comment and see what that brings. I seen it go down. We can reenact things. Extreme like DMX sing. These boys pussy and they PMS sing. People in the city see the movement occurring and say, My God, I want to be in that scene. Damn right, you want to be in this scene. She had the video trying to be in this scene. The little scene. foot reminds me of like Cards of the Caribbean. It reminds me of Zelda. She got big yeah, dreams. Yeah. Zelda too. Me. I got these things. <laughs> in the house, but I'm plotting things. I brought a gang to the party with me five white boys but they the not green ranger five white boys but they ain't say insane. about me my dogs like to play mad in the 2k but one thing they don't do is play about me my homeboy tyler he playing south beach he told me this summer he gonna fix my jumper i told boy wonder that we might got a thumper i've been trying to pop now i'm on like shumper now they on my bumper green room chocks on all my comforts hotel room like heaven on earth got angels in my bed did you mention that isn't he, the, isn't he the one who's with lou at uh magic city yeah he's a snitch you know what that means i came home nice but i'm going back mean i'm about to glow trap when they Oh, Tim put my put the shades on for, for the Jack Harlow. Made a mill and I don't know. Tyler Hero got you feeling yourself. Shut up like my show is on. Give it a t-shirt to a set, throw it on. She wanted many high school classmates. I'm growing on. It's not bad. I I'm trying to tell y'all boys. I got a few songs I can sell y'all boys. I tried it back then, it was hell nah, boy. Now I'm in a box like a Kellogg's toy. The ones that hate me the most look just like me. 
you tell me what that means Make a slick comment and see what that brings I seen it go down, we can reenact things Extreme like DMXing These boys pussy and they PMSing People in the city see the movement occurring And say, my God, I wanna be in that scene Damn right you wanna be in this scene She had the video trying to be in this scene Used to fantasize about being this scene Bluegrass girl, but she got big dreams Can't touch me, I got instincts Locked in the house, but I'm plotting things I brought a gang to the party with me Five white boys, but they not in sync Okay, Jack No, he snapped on that one I kind of like that one Yeah, he did I like that I'm feeling that one I like that one All right. I don't know what I expected it to look like But not what he looked like I knew he was white Yeah, he looked like someone I could have went to high school with I didn't know he was white, white (laughs) (laughs) You thought thought he was (laughs) off-white I definitely went to yeah, went to high school with someone who looked just like them. Yeah. Former NBA star Sean Kemp. He is set to open the very first black owned cannabis dispensary in Seattle, Washington this week on October 30th. So shout out to Sean Kemp. Lit. Shout out, brother. Lit. Getting into the hemp. I, I see. Yeah, man. Good stuff. This man came back as a pirate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Shiver me timbers. What you getting dressed for? Where you going? Look, can mm-hmm. you put on costumes? Hey, hey, I was just at, I was hey, I was just asking the question. Right, I ain't I ain't buying no costume to stay in the crib. I'm he gonna throw, he gonna throw that on. That Roman Reigns vest on. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> hey, you gonna be raised with Ramon and shit. <laughs> they put the, uh, the Rick, no, I had a Rick James dreads. The Rick James dreads and shit. So you're just gonna take her uh, costume from last year? From last year? Just no, no. I have my Roman Reigns vest put on the dreads. I'll figure you something else out. Oh, I had put the bear in the closet. The bear in the closet. You know what? I'm going to just keep on rolling. But shout out to Sean Kemp for opening up his own dispensary. He going to have Gary Payton there for the grand opening. I left him a little note. Said, what I'm kind of dial is that? What is, what is wrong? What is, <laughs> you know what? Maybe I don't want to know. You don't want to know. I don't think I want to know what you got dialed <laughs> with super freak tags on them for. I'm going to just... <laughs> That no follow-up questions. That's Kinky Kenzie. Kenzie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I figured I'd surprise. I'm like, this is going to be funny. Kinky Kenzie, yeah. Kinky Kenzie. Showing up. Thanks again. <laughs> the World Series, as we record, Game 5 is going on. The Dodgers are up 3-2 in the series. So Game 6. Yes. <laughs> Wait. No, this is – yeah, yeah, you're right. Game 6 in the series. Uh, they're up 3-2. Game four was wild, to say the least. Yeah. A lot of cats are talking about it was one of the best World Series games that they've ever seen in their life. Like, I mean, it was one of the funnest endings, for sure. Yeah. I can't really judge on the full game, though, but the yeah, ending my, was... My jaw dropped for that that ending. I was just like, oh, my God. Bottom of the night, you doing shit like that, bro? <laughs> Two two mistakes, <laughs> two mistakes, two defensive mistakes. It was it was it was cringe. It was kind of one of those things like, oh, okay, you fucked up in the outfield, you fucked up the on the bounce. All right, cool. 
You get the ball in to the catcher. You think the catcher could catch it just swiping. You expect dude to be there, just throw the ball away. Like, come well, on, just, bro. I know you hurt as a fan. You can be like, what are you doing? Like, just falling the fuck out. Meanwhile, Tampa Bay's like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, my man's fell on the way home. He was out. Oh, that's what it said. This nigga, he fell nasty as it was. Like, oh, oh dirty scored. fall, bro. <laughs> still scored. But yeah, I, had, I thought the Dodgers were going to win the World Series. I still think they will. Yeah. I got the one and two. For for sports sake, so I wouldn't mind it going seven just to have another oh, another no. game on. And I can see Tampa Bay pushing it to seven. Yeah, hopefully we don't sound stupid when this drops. And you know they actually did it. <laughs> <laughs> but if not, hey, I thought the Dodgers were going win anyways. I'm just hoping it goes. If the Dodgers seven. win, congratulations. Yeah, we'll congratulate them even more formally next week if they if mm-hmm. they win. Let's talk about some COVID news real quick. Wisconsin quarterback Graham Mertz, he tested positive for COVID, and he is now in a 21-day medical protocol. He Trash. was already <laughs> the backup starting because the starting quarterback had surgery. It's so, trash, bro. He was highly he a, touted, too. He had a good game. I saw that. He only missed one, one incompletion the whole game. It's pretty impressive. 22, I think. Five touchdowns. Impressive, bro. impressive game. Well, he was supposed to be, like, He's highly talented. He was highly talented coming in. Like, he was supposed to be our dual-threat quarterback. Like, cold, cold, cold. And he was supposed to be chilling. <laughs> and he came in and had a five-touchdown game. Like, oh, this is what we got. All right, cool. Now you got to sit out 21 days? Yeah. yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo, he also tested positive for COVID. So he's actually going to miss his showdown with Lionel Messi, which I know is like – a matchup that soccer fans tend to look to since those are two mm-hmm. legendary, legendary greats. And Orlando, the college bubble, you know, the tournament plans that we normally have in down in Orlando, they usually have a bubble. ESPN canceled all that. They pretty much just said that we were, we're going to, hey, we're going to refocus ourselves and make sure that teams have enough time to make other plans. But we're going to try to err on the side of safety, and we don't think it's going to be safe to be able to do this this time around. So, translation. Y'all do y'all own thing. Mm, translation. We don't trust y'all. Y'all starting to cancel shit, hide shit, fuck that. <laughs> we good over here, boss. Y'all ain't gonna tell us the truth anyways. Y'all That's get down here and infect the whole part. That's what you heard? Yeah. That, that was the translation. Yeah, that's so exactly that what I heard. Okay. Oh, okay. I was just asking. I'm making sure. Okay. The Titans were also fined $350,000 for their COVID violations related to that team-wide outbreak. The Raiders could be next. The Raiders probably are next. (laughs) (laughs) Hell in a Cell was this weekend. WWE put their pay-per-view on. Six matches total, including the pre-show. Each match had plenty of time to tell the story. Did y'all watch pay-per-view? I did. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Ken did not. Eric, did you see anything from pay-per-view? All I watched was the Roman versus Uso. That's the only thing I care about. The start of the, the opening match. Right yeah. Yeah. So Didn't like, yeah, expect that to be the opening. Right <laughs> 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 you should have stayed for the Sasha Bailey match. That motherfucker was good. No, it was, that was a good match. Yeah. That was a good match. They, I think they, that was my favorite match of the night. It was better than the Reigns-Uso match. And I mean, like, again, like, I'm only invested in that story. That's the only reason I watched that, because I was like, oh, I want to see what wrestling halls they do. Oh, like, for sure. That's the storyline that I'm actually following, so... Gotcha. So now that they lost, are the Usos like 
what, what, how, are they still in the family now? Are they still considered Samoan royalty or or I think what? WWE don't even know. Like they right because they're supposed to be out. Right, they're supposed to be. They changed it between Friday and Sunday. Like it's supposed to be out the family, and then Sunday, like, well, you just got to do his bidding now. You just got to shut up and be a servant. Like, where did this come from? When when did we add this to the story? Oh, okay. They're indentured servitude. That's what's happening. They just they're okay. Interesting Slavery way to angles, go. But, you know. Right, yeah, I'm saying interesting way to go WWE, but you had uh Randy take the title from Drew McIntyre. Was bored. Really? Yep. Oh Randy Orton. I, I enjoyed that match. Was bored. I didn't mind it. I am intrigued with the storyline now with the fiend though. What's that? Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt, no. both both Bray and Drew McIntyre are pretty much gunning for Randy Orton right now for their own separate reasons. Okay. But it was hilarious because last night, like, The Fiend showed up finally to confront Randy for the title. I don't think I've ever seen a superstar willingly go back to an ass whooping to stop <laughs> fighting Drew, somebody else. Drew McIntyre was in the ring. Randy escaped him and then realized, oh, crap, The Fiend is standing behind me. So he ran back into the ring to take that beating. And said, <laughs> <laughs> he went back to the ass with me. Like, you know what? I told Sam, I was like, well, he did just whoop his ass last night for the belly. Like, I'd rather go in here and take these lumps with this motherfucker than do it too. I was like, I've never seen that. It. Like you, you, you in a fight with Mike Tyson, you run away, and then Michael Myers show up. Like, which way? <laughs> like, you know what? Let me, let me just go ahead and. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Did y'all hear uh, Lil Boosie on Mike Tyson hotboxing? No. Mike, listen. I didn't expect it, but Mike Tyson pretty much was like, "Why are you always talking about gay people? What's, what's your problem? Like, what is your problem? Why are they always in your mouth? Are you gay?" Huh? Are you are you, yes, too boosty. Like, are you projecting? Is that what's happening, nigga? Huh? Is that what you want? As he's smoking the whole right. time. You can't smoke with Mike. Keep <laughs> <laughs> telling you, motherfuckers. Y'all think it's a game. And it's funny because you know if that was anybody else, like Boosty would not let them get that question off. Like he was just no. in here like, nah, Mike, you know, like I, I'm, I'm cool, man. Like I don't have no problem yeah. with them people. Nobody in the room gonna move fast enough for that ass. <laughs> nobody. You can't reach for your gun fast enough. He already on the bro. It's over. Boosie, <laughs> sitting there. Boosie even was like, you know what, man? Maybe I, t- I talk too much sometimes. Like, man, you know, <laughs> he was walking everything back. Mike was on his heels. On he his was ass. like, you know what? That's, nope. Can't that can't smoke with Mike. It's funny because you can see the gears turning in Boosie's head. Like, I want to wild out right now. <laughs> Mike Tyson, and he's high. Like, <laughs> Like, right, exactly. You start thinking about like if I say the wrong thing, this nigga gonna kill me. Mike Tyson is probably the only dude who could have talked to Boosie that way without Boosie like popping off back at him yeah. like that. Like two piece and a biscuit. It been quit. Quit. <laughs> two piece. They ain't talking about chicken. Oh <laughs> LSU decided to impose sanctions upon themselves and ban Odell Beckham Jr. for two years. Odell. Since they getting investigated by the NCAA, so they pretty much were like, yo, we're going to punish ourselves. Over here, B. <laughs> so you tell Please. me that it was fake money excuse didn't work? Right. Right. No, it didn't. After, after Joe snitched on him, it was, it was a wrap. Oh, bro. Joe sat down with a whole did. interview. <laughs> he yeah, gave he, us real money. Yeah, he's cashing us out. <laughs> I ain't going back there next year, so I'll tell y'all. Yeah, he cashed us out. Mm. Right. I was yeah. done on that one. LSU is hoping that they can avoid a postseason ban by telling on themselves, but it remains to be seen if they will. 
they pick the young switch and whoop themselves. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they, see, is this, this see? good enough? <laughs> see, I've learned. I got a mark right there. I'm good. <laughs> Lesson learned. <laughs> I don't need no whooping now. I don't need no punishment or nothing. I have punished myself enough. <laughs> myself, I'm please good. trust that. Trust that. Go outside now. <laughs> no, bro. You need to take this L. They, hey, they trying to give themselves the L. Like, look, please. <laughs> we at the buffet. We are, we are, we are hungry for the L's. We find oh, ourselves. They serve them on a platter out here, mm-hmm. hot buffet. and fresh. Man, please have four. <laughs> <laughs> Amari Stoudemire, he actually agreed to join Steve Nash's coaching staff in Brooklyn as an assistant. So we got Amari in Brooklyn with with Nash. As Nash is talking about how you know it's going to be a creative. System. So, Amari, a, a head coach too. He's gonna be a head coach on Tuesdays. So, <laughs> I was I, when I seen this, I went to look for Amari Stoudemire's like coaching history. I was like, maybe I overlooked it, but maybe he just he, all I seen was he was Nash's old partner. So they made magic on the court together. So they go try to do it in coaching. I mean, I will say this: a lot of former players do get assistant gigs. Like that's not super uncommon. As uncommon as say you know, someone who's never coached in a head coaching job. Yeah, but I'm not well, I mean, sure. I'm just saying because Kyrie said you know like we all head coaches over here. So <laughs> Mario get Tuesday PM. Yeah, they go pencil them in. <laughs> Every third Wednesday. Day, so mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan said that his current WWE run is going to be his last. His contract expires next September. I was talking to the mayor about this, and I was like, man, Dan Bryan going to retire? And he was like, what more does he have to really accomplish? That's what he said. And it, it makes sense. Like, he had his run. He was he, he got the experience, what it was like to be the guy, and he, he got that title for a while. Oh, he got hurt. Yeah, the yes movement will live on forever, though. Yeah, it's one of the – yeah, it was such a big storyline. Like, when he, he had that – on his own terms. Like, I think that's that – That, too. That, too. Mm-hmm. So he's, I guess he's here to just to kind of uplift the talent and make sure he, SmackDown has a lot of good matches on it and stuff like that. Like, I'm here yeah. for it. Like, if you if you're here to push some guys before you get out of here and stuff like that, cool. That's what you yeah. want to do. Yeah. And last but not least, for a topic discussion this week, former President Barack Obama, he is going to be <laughs> featured <laughs> featured on the latest episode of LeBron James's HBO show, The Shop Uninterrupted. It is going to air on Friday, October 30th at 9 p.m. Eastern. It was produced under COVID guidelines, and they're going to talk about the NBA bubble, racial justice movement, voting, and the election. So free, free plug for that. Check that out. That's how it could be interesting. Obama is still one of the most gifted speakers I've ever seen before. Like I saw his speech in, in Philly <laughs> that they end up putting the ether, the ether beat behind <laughs> with some of his bars, like charismatic. That man is very charismatic. Looks like we have one blow the whistle this week. So let's get right on into it. All right. Now that's enough out of you. You know what? Tease ass up. Yes, you my ready, blow the whistle. Sir? It's my bullet whistle. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. This is serious. Um, my bullet whistle is on Washington linebacker Jonathan Bostic. Um, so in Sunday's game against the Cowboys, 
Andy Dalton um, was scrambling, went to slide, and mid-slide, Jonathan Bostic launches himself at uh, Andy Dalton's head. Like, Gross. Yeah, that was a week or yeah. so. And now he's in the concussion protocol, you know, obviously got put out for, for the game. Like, that, that specifically is one of the hits that they're trying to take out of football. Like, I don't get how in this day and age, after all the, you know, like, you can't claim ignorance anymore. Like, all the research is out. Like, head injuries and concussions are problematic. So, or they lead to CTE. So, you know, using the crown of your helmet to hit somebody in the head as they're giving themselves up, like, that's totally unnecessary. Like, though, like he was ejected from the game, but I feel like that's a suspension. Like, that's a fine. Like, that, mm-hmm. you have to seriously, like, deter people from making those types of hits anymore. Um, mm-hmm. but, and like, I'm not trying to vilify Jonathan Bostic because like he's not the only person that still is in that mindset Like, but I feel like the NFL has to save these players from themselves like you have to make it so egregious that it's like you think about that you think about them dollars that you're giving up like when you're in that split second you know what I mean like it, it's not getting through apparently so I don't know like at, at the end of the day these are people that are like in your profession, like the the NFL should be a brotherhood. So like you should want to protect the other people that are out there. Like, yeah, you're hitting them and yeah, you know, you're going all out, but at the same time, like these are your brothers. So. Ken dropped his whole phone. (laughs) (laughs) My bad. I was like, Yeah. That's all I got. All right, we're gonna head into the blow the whistle. Or not blow the whistle, we just did that. We're going into the tech tie five and close the show out. Five, four, three, two, one. Tech top five. Last week's tech top five was best WTECK radio songs. Eric won that poll last week. Shout out, sir. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. There was one vote and you got it. Hell no. People probably saw them songs and was like, I ain't never Ooh. heard this. <laughs> <laughs> what is this shit? Who the is that? Who's my vote? Like, I want to shout them out. Uh, it was. Oh, our fr- Inaudible Ruckus podcast. Shout out to ah. Low. And, yeah, shout out to Low. Appreciate yeah. you. Always supporting. Shout out to Low. This week, though, since Halloween is this weekend, we are doing top horror movies. Now, I'm going to preface this right now by saying mm-hmm. this is a genre of movies I do not partake in. Okay? Don't like them. Don't enjoy them, especially the ones that involve spirits. But I'll tell that story when I get to those are the best ones. I will tell that story when I get to my list. Anywho, (laughs) Tim, kick us off, please. So I had a hard time with this. I absolutely love horror movies. And it's like 85 Um, million billion movies. Yeah. So I'm just going to give some of my favorites. Um, Number five, it would be Grave Diggers. So Grave Diggers was a movie that me and Sam watched recently. I watched it before. Um, there used to be like this festival of horror movies that used to come out every year. I don't know why the festival stopped, but 
they used to it, it used to come out like with a collection of uh, movies every year from this horror fest. And Gravediggers was one of them. And the shit's creepy as a motherfucker, but they in an in insane asylum, asylum and stuff like that, spending the night. And yeah, it's creepy as shit. Go check that out <clears throat> if you went to it. No, I just saw um, the poster. I do not like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Halloween, the 2018 version, actually. We've seen that recently, too. Um, I've been a fan of Michael Myers, Jason, Freddy Krueger, all of those. Yeah, that was uh, good. So the 2018 version was a, a remake, and they did a really, really, really yeah, good did. job with that. Yeah, that was it a good one. Sam never seen like Michael Meyer movie or Freddy Krueger or none of that. She really wasn't into that stuff like that. But when she seen that, she was like, "Oh my god, this dude is this motherfucker kind of different." I'm like, "Bro, he don't give a fuck." <laughs> Michael just you out of there, bro. You in the way. You in the way. <laughs> um, number three, I'm gonna go with Insidious. See, First okay. one that really creeped cool. me the fuck out in a long time. That's a good one. Number two, I'm going to go with The Conjuring because that came afterwards. Yeah. The Conjuring is one of the scariest movies. I actually went to the movie theater to go see them. Nigga was in the movie throwing popcorn in there and shit like that. It was so damn scary. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's two spirit movies in a row. No, no bullshit. Like, it was a group of us that went to Dallas and I was like, they were, what do you want to do? I was like, shit, I want to go see the scary movie. They was all like, I don't know. We'll, we'll check it out, though. So... <clears throat> Dude. We were watching the movie and the part popped up and the old girl was in like two rows in front of us. She's like, oh shit. Popcorn flew all over the place. There's some old dude in there. He was like, oh my. I was like, no, what the fuck? It was, it was hilarious. I've never seen it. That's some shit out of a movie, bro. I've never seen popcorn. Let me fly. I'm not going to lie. The popcorn flying up probably would have scared me. I would've, that that would have, like, because it adds to the jump factor because you don't expect popcorn to be, especially if I'm buying, like, if I'm getting hit with popcorn or if it was behind you, and next thing you know, it's like popcorn and, fr- like, yeah, that's that's a lot going on. Be like yeah. Andy on The Office. The, pop- the movie is shooting at us. Right. <laughs> um, And number one, I got Dawn of the Dead. It's actually one of my favorite scary movies, and we'll probably watch that tonight. But um, Isn't that Dawn a, is, there a, is there a few different Dawn of the Deads? There's like lands of the dead baby. I got my phone. Hi. But no, there's a there's Dawn of the Dead, Land of the Dead, and something else of the dead. Night of the Living Dead. I think Dawn of the Dead is supposed to be like further off, but Dawn of the Dead is my favorite because that's the first one that incorporated the running zombie. The one that came out. The one that came out in 04? Yeah, the, one? the okay. one that was shot in, in racing was it racing or was it shot in Wisconsin? It was Ford, yeah. It was okay. it was in Wisconsin though. Okay, I got. Of course you. you would like bad zombies, like no, but they creep me out, bro. Me. That's what they're the scariest ones to me because I'm like shit. No matter how fast I run, them motherfuckers gonna keep running full speed after me. I'm tired of shit. They still running. That's scary as fuck. I gotta run the slow motherfuckers. Ugh, get the fuck out of here with your slow ass. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, your list. The scariest thing in the world to Tim is uh, fast oh, undead. <laughs> like <laughs> the fast. You imagine undead. a bunch of zombies as fast as me running around out there? No, that's some scary oh. shit. They're gonna be eating these bullets. <laughs> hey, speaking of how fast Tim is, y'all y'all realize that Jake from Nerve Ward or oh, he he's still ducking this the smoke. Playing duck, he out here. He out here so, playing duck goose. Now it's better time. I said it don't matter. And he, he'll probably hear this. I told him, and he can replay it. It don't matter what day, anytime, anywhere. Just go ahead and give me a time. Give me a day. Go ahead and square up and take off, bro. Doesn't even matter. <laughs> Eric, <laughs> what's on your list? Top horror uh, movies. I've maybe seen five horror movies in my entire life, so I didn't feel qualified to 
do his list, so I outsourced it. Uh, so this is Ashley J's list. Um, her honorable mention is Get Out because the white people were frightening. <laughs> uh, five, she has The Shining, which is the only movie on here that I think I've actually seen. Oh, crazy ass. Yeah. M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, I'm still scared of No, no, not that Shyamalan. one. I'm tripping. I'm thinking of the signs. I'm tripping. Trying is with Jack Nicholson, ain't it? Yeah, yeah. and the yeah, twins. I'm gonna say that movie has scared me. I'm I've been scared of Jack Nicholson since I've seen that poster. It's Johnny. Not even the movie, like I, just the poster. <laughs> no, just him in them little bars, like like that was too much. I didn't that's too much. Um mm-mm. see, yeah. That's the shit that unnerves me just because it's like it's real life. Like Michael yeah. and all that stuff, like that's like okay, whatever. But like you can actually see like a dad going stir crazy and then like murdering his family. So like the Amityville horror type shit. Dad took a shotgun, killed his whole family. Oh my! He said he was possessed. Something told him to kill his whole family and shit. Like they got a whole movie trilogy about that shit too. Like that shit out there. Some crazy. Like is it about him actually doing it, or like that's like the premise, and like now he's just like trying to kill? It's based off of true events, I believe. Oh, oh. Um, four nightmare on Elm Street. Freddy. Three is bad dreams. I've never even heard of that. Uh, two Candyman and one <laughs> It. And she didn't specify yeah. which It. But. Well, I assume she means the original. Okay. Now, as I mentioned, I don't really watch these. Question to y'all Does A Quiet Place count as a horror film? Yes, uh, that's, yes that's my favorite movie. All right, T. They're running for monsters, bro. <laughs> All I needed to know. Number five, I am going with A Quiet Place because what a great film. What a great film. That That was just... That movie called... We got to watch that again because that shit... Sam pulled up on me. I saw that in the movie theater. I think that was a movie that was actually better in theaters because it was just so many... Like, being at home, you're able to talk more and, like, do what you want to do. But in the movie theater, you were also forced to be quiet with the movie being quiet. And then you could hear it, like, every little rustle. Like, you heard everything. Everything. The funniest weird. part, though, when we went to go see it was that there was a couple behind us, and the guy goes, are we not going to talk the whole movie? And his wife's like, shh, shh. They're like, yes, they're not talking. He's like, oh, my God. Like, he was <laughs> upset. <laughs> like, bro, shut the fuck up. Watch the movie. <laughs> he was so upset that they was whispering and being quiet. like, oh, my God. Number four, I am going with, you know what, actually? number. I'm going to change it. I'm going to flip this. Number five, I'm going Blair Witch Project. Okay. Ah, good stuff. Number four. That was one where I saw like this could be real. Like I was sitting there like that's I don't don't, I don't like this. This could this could be happening. Number four, I'm gonna go with a quiet place. Number three, I'm going with Get Out. Yep. Number two, I'm going with Saw. Okay. Another movie where I saw it and I was just like, little out there, (laughs) but not outside of the realm of possibility that I could get kidnapped one day and forced to do things. That are just really, really creepy and dangerous and cause me bodily harm. And number one, the scariest movie I have ever seen in my entire life, <clears throat> Paranormal Activity. And that's <laughs> when I said, I no it. more, <laughs> no more of the spirit stuff. We saw that movie. We came, I was an undergrad. We came home. I had four roommates and we literally all stayed in the same room together with the light on. We did not. We did not want to leave each other's company. And then when I finally had to go back into my room and go to sleep, 
I listen about two weeks before I was back to normal after seeing that movie. There was things happening, and I was like, I'm. I, I was praying to God, like I, I swear, I promise God, if you just get me through whatever is happening, <laughs> I will not play with these spirits no more. I promise you, I won't, and I have not. I will not. That's the scariest movie I've ever seen. Now, Paranormal Activity number one. All right, so my top five, um, and number five is Hereditary. Okay. What's that? You, I, it, you, it's one of the movies you have to just watch, like real talk. Like it's, it's hard to explain. Um, so number five, Hereditary. Um, number it's got, it's got a creepy cover too with a little girl on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, number four, um, Paranormal Activity. All of them. I guess you can't do that. Them. You can't do that. Oh well, I mean, all of them were good. I'm gonna say the second one. Second I, I really. And then to the second one, yeah. Second one was my least favorite, but I like the ending. Okay. All right. Um, number three, The Conjuring. Um, number two, A Quiet Place, and then number one, Get Out. And there you have it. So, listeners, we we hope y'all enjoy your Halloween. That's what y'all do. That's what y'all be on. Be safe. Wear a mask, I guess, if you are insistent upon going out. See, we get to see the baby. I, I like that. Babe, babe, so baby, baby, <laughs> See, and this is another reason why I'm like super salty about COVID and stuff. Cause I can't even like hold the baby. Like I can't even like meet the she baby. I can't. Her all the time. We'd be chilling. Mm-hmm. That's, I love when they that age. Cause you, they just want to just sit up on you and just, and just be, you don't really have to do too much. <laughs> when they're not yours, yeah. That's <laughs> Listen, once they start, running, I mean, I know they get more like self dependent as they get older and start running and whatnot, but that's a whole different type of stress at that point. That's when it gets a little more fun. <laughs> hey, I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. I got it. Yeah. yeah, I hear you. I got to get the He can feel for himself. Yeah, I like the cuddle years. I like when they still want to like be up under you. Mm-hmm. Anywho, that's the show this week. We hope y'all enjoyed it. Reminder again, make sure I get out there and vote, 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 vote if you haven't already. Make sure that you are telling a friend about the show, put somebody on, rate and review us. Five stars are better. Even if you ask, uh-huh. like, I don't know where to review them at. Review us on Facebook, review us on Apple Podcasts, review us wherever you see an opportunity to. We appreciate that. Free way to help mm-hmm. out the pod. And uh, we hope y'all have a good week. If you want to follow me on social media, you can catch me. Wait a minute. All right. On Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> and the PSN. <laughs> at Camille Monet, C-A-M-I-L-L-E-M-O-N-A-E, because... Your mom is fancy. Thank you, sir. I make a request <clears throat> of our producer. Um, I heard a rumor that a certain song dropped on Friday... So I was hoping you could play that on the outro. Oh. Yeah, we got your permission. Well, we, are, to... uh, we out here with that hot fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm at Buxman on Twitter. That's all you get? Yeah, damn right. Um, everyday underscore gentleman on Instagram. I'm kharris216 on Twitter and Snapchat. Boom! It's your boy, T-I-M. I- Ooh, I, was about to, I don't know what I was about to spell. <laughs> <laughs> On the coffee shit. Run that back. It's your boy, T I M K I N Z, B number three, AKA Ass Catch'em, AKA Mr. Give It To Me. 
Go ahead, serenade us on the way out the dump, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you. See you. For sure. Where they find us quiet? Where they find us quiet? And it was a studio. Where they find us quiet? And it was cold again. You find all the music. You find all the music. Missing this real shit. Keep on running it up. Keep on applying pressure. You out here losing with that show. You supposed to be so special. I'ma keep on jumping in mode. Keep a bang roll. My ball in black life matter. Don't get your brain splattered. For real. Keep on, keep on. Keep going, keep going. I'm a sucker for a choir with a with a great bass line. I really like I. Man, y'all dropped this on the perfect time. I heard this on Friday, and I was like, man, I need to keep on. I need this message right now. <laughs> it's been a long road to get to this point, right? You gotta keep going, my nigga. Fuck everything else going on. Stay in mode, my nigga. They gon' make it seem like you're wrong. Please stay strong, my nigga. Keep on, my nigga. Cause you belong, my nigga. These ain't just songs, my nigga. Shit, I'm right here with you. Shit, we all know the issues. We been knew it was a system. They showing now that they against you. They don't see the bigger picture. How my skin color cause tension. Something they never mention. Let the people that's with you. I just can't say it enough. But I just don't say it enough. I don't display it enough. But I'll be right there when it's rough. Promise I'm holding you up. Don't wait till the time is rough. To make sure the prayers go up. Make sure the prayers go up. Keep on, keep on. Keep going, keep going. Make it hard, I'm gnawing. Make a way, make a way. Take it they gonna make me crown the air, man. I need to hear it right now, fam. Ain't gonna change up, bro. You good? Yeah, Anderson Pack song. You good? Keep going, keep going. Make it hard, I'm gnawing. Make a way, make a way. Take it day by day. Shit, you know they gonna hate. At the end of the day, you gotta. Man, yeah. make sure y'all go stream, keep on on all streaming services, man. And we out of here. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Break, break, break.